You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. Growth, of course, being what it's all about here at Mobile Presence, whether it's how to grow your app, grow your audience, or in this case, growing engagement, because engagement is equal to monetization if you think it through. And we're going to hear about that process. We're going to hear about ways you can do this, and we're going to go to the source. We're talking today, my guest, Chris Humphrey. He's VP of Marketing at Calderado. First of all, Chris, great to have you here on Mobile Presence. Hi, and thank you very much, Peggy. It's great to be here. So what I like about Calderado is you do get it. You understand the importance of engagement. We're going to talk about how you enable that for app developers. But first of all, tell me a little bit about yourself, Chris. I'm not quite clear. I mean, you're out there in the industry, but uh, where did it all start? Yeah, so my background uh, personally is in communication and web development. Um, so progression into mobile happened very organically for me as more and more communication and content started shifting from the desktop to the phone. And I mean, in the beginning, I had no idea how big the industry would get or how fast it would develop. I actually uh, still remember the first experience with an app. It was the emptying beer glass app. And this was back in the... I'm going to say I remember that. 
<laughs> yeah. It was super um, cool. <laughs> yeah. Tilting your phone, uh, you know, yeah, looking yeah. like you were drinking a pint and it was a lot of fun, but it's actually been great to see how the ecosystem has developed beyond just being fun to being something that can help make everyday life easier for mobile users. And it's also here that Colorado has sort of found its niche. It is by helping apps that help users make their everyday life easier and creating a, a little bit of cohesion between uh, what we would call the, the standard uh, use for a phone as well as some of the great features that app developers have come up with over the years. So what types of app developers or what types of verticals would be most interested in Colorado? I mean, at one level, it's very much communication apps, but is it more than that? So it's primarily communication apps. Um, we can also expand into the verticals of utilities, productivity, and tools. But at the end of the day, it hinges on apps that basically help users communicate and plan their lives whether this is in the, the standard way of making phone calls to more nonverbal communication, either messaging, email, and even standard planning, note-taking, list-making, calendar apps. Uh, so anything that helps you plan and execute on your daily life or business life. And I mean, um, if we look at it more holistically, uh, one, you know, listeners, if you have an app in this space, um, you're in a good place because it is the vertical that I've looked into this because I've done some research. It's growing. More importantly, uh, user retention is higher than in many other verticals, for example, entertainment. And uh, to top it off, you know, it probably isn't a lot of effort to build the app as much as it is to, you know, get a foothold in that market. And you, of course, have a lot to do connecting with mobile app developers. Chris, what do you see is, from your perspective, you know, their biggest pain point? I think a big pain point for developers, especially in these verticals, is striking what you would call a healthy balance between acquisition, engagement, retention, and monetization. Um, and I say it's a balance because I think the, the pain points and the challenges, they're, they're up and down, they're cyclical. What could be a challenge today might not be a challenge next month, but what is not a challenge today could be a challenge next month. So if you want to turn the, the dream of being a mobile developer into a career, I think the important thing is to, to figure out how to strike the balance and understand what you need to do when. Um, as I said, the market does shift. And uh, once again, it is cyclical. I mean, at some points, uh, the beginning phases, for instance, acquiring users, there could be a challenge when the market is crowded. But I mean, we have seen uh, moments in history where the stores get cleaned out. I remember in uh, 2017, 700,000 apps were removed from Google Play uh, in one big swoop, which means that the clutter was reduced. So it was easier to break through. But I think then it presents new challenges because the apps that were left behind, these were top competitors in the field. So it really meant that to, to be able to compete in terms of engagement and retention, that quality and features needed to be kicked up a notch. Um, so that's why I say this healthy balance. It's about uh, striking on all four points equally if you want to make success uh, as a, a career or a successful career as a mobile developer. So I was first watching, I mean, your company's been around for, for a while, actually, and we'll talk about that. But I was watching you and I was thinking, you know, this is very cool. This is another way to build an app 
business, as it were. You know, there are other ways to make money with your app. I wrote an article a while back in Forbes, not so long ago, last year. So um, where I profiled you is one of those ways. And here we are, you know, that's a year ago. Here we are. We have Colorado here on my show, which is great. But how has that changed? How do you see how app developers can, you know, achieve that dream, as you mentioned, you know, their dream is to turn their, their hobby or their, their business into a sustainable business. But how do they actually go about doing that with Calderado? Yeah, so Calderado, the cornerstone of what we do is by linking app features to phone calls. I mean, at the end of the day, users, they're still making a lot of phone calls. It is what it is meant for. Uh, some people still refer to it as a phone, old-fashioned folks like myself, as opposed to just a mobile device. Um, and, you know, statistics show that users still make around, make or take five phone calls per day. When we look at our own internal stats, geospecifics, this can actually be up to eight phone calls per day. So imagine you could take every one of those eight opportunities and present a relevant app feature to the user when it makes contextual sense. This is the exact reason why we're targeting or focused on verticals within communication, productivities, utilities, because they mesh and really blend well with these uh, innate activities or uh, yeah, native activity of a phone. Um, I mean, just imagine you're taking a phone call, you agree to meet someone later. What would be more useful than having your calendar open directly after the phone call where you can just plug in a time and a date and click save without having to take extra steps. Mm -hmm. um, so for us, it's also about shortening the journey. So it's taking what's available. I don't think phone calls are leveraged enough considering how yeah, it's a natural part, I think, of most phone users' daily lives uh, in many parts of the world. I know there are some parts where they're less popular, but uh, actually leveraging um, opportunities when it makes sense for users to engage with some of the apps on their device. And that's, uh, that's one of the key things Colorado does and what we would like to, to share, of course, with mobile publishers. And we want to facilitate this connection in a way that makes sense to the user and lets them engage with the app more frequently and consistently because at the end of the day it's this engagement that if you're monetizing through ads like a, a vast majority of utilities do then uh, this consistent engagement is uh, what drives a good lifetime value and to your point i mean these are activities that are embedded in our daily routine so we're already engaging with them it's sort of like we're halfway there um in the sense that we're not having to educate the user to use the app differently. We're also not being interruptive because, you know, it could be monetization through ads or, or you know, even reward video on all its forms and formats. Monetization through advertising um, can be disruptive in the, in the as, as far as engagement is concerned. You're not engaging the user. You're sort of almost distracting them depending on where you place the ads. So how are you working within the app? What's the user experience that it is engaging? Um, let me try and uh, put this into context by giving you a, an example. Um, when I was growing up as a kid, I remember we always had a little notepad next to the landline telephone. Some people might not even be aware of what those is. If you grew up in Denmark, uh, where we're from, landlines almost don't exist. But I remember a notepad and a little calendar being next to the phone as a kid. 
when the phone rang, the first thing I did instinctively was pick up a pen because most likely you would be share or be privy to some information that you'd want to note down and act on later. This is a sort of intuitive process. I think for a lot of people, it makes sense. What Colorado does is facilitate this process without it being interrupted by something like an interstitial ad. You're not taking the user out of the experience in any ways, but just making it one seamless continual flow. But in that flow, there is also room to advertise. If you, you think about driving down the highway, you can drive and see a billboard. You can absorb the information of an ad, but it doesn't change your journey. It doesn't alter your route. You still go from point A to point B in the same time frame. And I think that's the, the essence of what we're trying to do in Colorado as we are blending these functionalities and uh, native features. We're trying to help users monetize without disrupting the user journey by incorporating the ad seamlessly into a part of this flow. Well, I couldn't hope for a better segue, Chris, actually, because we have to go with the flow here. We do have to go to break. But listeners, when we get back, we'll be talking more about how you use Colorado, but also how you engage your users. So lots of reasons to stay tuned. Do so. And we'll be back after the break. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the b2b marketplace webmasterradio.fm webmasterradio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing from seo to affiliate marketing to social media e-commerce mobile marketing and so much more our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry on air on demand and available on every mobile device that you can imagine this is WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. 
We're back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz, your host with Chris Humphrey, VP of Marketing at Colorado. And Chris, right before the break, we were talking about how, well, basically how to engage with Colorado because it is about engagement with your user. But I'd like to go a little deeper into the weeds and understand just exactly how you approach this because that tells us how our listeners, app developers, can be engaging with you. So how is it done step-by-step? To get started with Colorado is uh, not as straightforward, to be honest, as with some other uh, SDKs or monetization models. Uh, Because we focus on engagement, we do need apps that meet certain criteria. So if you want to get started with Colorado, of course, you would have to visit our website, Mm -hmm. um, familiarize yourself a little bit with what it is we do, the details are there. But basically, it's a sign-up process and an approval process. So we actually validate and evaluate every single app that signs up to use our SDK. This is also how we ensure top quality. Mm -hmm. Um, And... It is relatively simple. I mean, the integration process, it's not very complex as far as an SDK goes. But what does make our SDK unique is the fact that there's actually a lot of options for customizing the way it engages. We provide lots of native templates that can let your users interact with your app features from this, what we call the after-call screen, which is when your app opens at the end of the phone call as it contextually makes sense, you can embed different options for the user there. We have a number of templates, but they still need to be configured. Um, The users we see or developers we see making this feature most successful are the ones that actually bring their own touch to it. So they will use some of the native templates we provide and they will add features or functionality they will add features they know their users better than we do at the end of the day this is just the truth i mean we have an understanding of the industry but no one knows their users as well as the app developers so what we do is we offer the ability to customize some of these engagement things we know the formula but the uh, the exact what could you call it uh, packaging of the specific formula in a sense that makes it appetizing to your users that's best left to developers Um, which makes sense i mean they do know their audiences best and you're allowing them to engage with their audiences um without maybe naming names or going into great detail it would be great to hear however you know a case study or an example as you pointed out the app developers sort of add the special sauce on top because they understand the experience they need to be delivering to their target audience but um what is uh, what is the you know an outstanding experience or a great uplift you know what's the benefit to developers when they join with Colorado and do this i would say one of the greatest uh, benefits we see is regularity or frequency of engagement um I mean, at the end of the day, if you can take a monthly active user and turn them into a daily active user, I think that you're actually doing something great for your app commercially Mm -hmm. because impressions are, if you're monetizing by ads, of course, and this is the the sort of pivotal point for us or what we focus on, daily active users are just more valuable than monthly active users because impressions are what matter. Um, I mentioned a a little bit earlier the the example of a notepad next to the phone. So I I will uh, jump back into this. Um, notepad apps generally they have pretty good retention and i'm pretty sure that you might have an app on your phone a notepad app um, and i would challenge you to think of when last you have used it or even thought about it being there Mm -hmm. Um, okay 
For instance, if you had the Colorado True. SDK, this would be different, right? At the end of a phone call, which could happen, as I said earlier, five to, to eight times per day. Um, and it makes contextual sense. Your notepad would be presented. The option to take a note would be presented to the user. So something that actually has good retention because it stays on the device, it kind of gets forgotten, all of a sudden moves from just having good in retention to having great engagement and this engagement is what drives the lifetime value of the user mm -hmm. because it's not just about how long the app is installed on the device but also how frequently it gets used how much the users interact with it and how many impressions they're generating so i would say this is sort of a a good way of indicating in my mind at least um, how a notepad can benefit from from installing or integrating the the Colorado sdk because you you're moving from one of the four parameters I mentioned earlier, the, the retention, and then kicking up a notch on the engagement side. Yeah. This all adds uh, to this formula of lifetime value as I see it. Absolutely, because as I mentioned at the top, you know, utility apps, apps in this space, they do have high retention already. I've seen the data and that's the case. Now the data doesn't tell me how often people interact with the app, you know, how many sessions, it just says that they're not being deleted and they are being used. But the frequency is what you always want to turn up. If you're an app developer, an app marketer, you want to see that people are not just, you know, retaining, but they're engaging frequently. So that is a very important benchmark to me. What about you personally over at uh, Calderado? What are some benchmarks for you as a, as a company, maybe what you've accomplished or what you hope to accomplish? Yeah, um, I would say one of the, the benchmarks we look at, of course, as I mentioned earlier, is this uh, balance between monthly active users compared to daily active users. So the, the more we can narrow the gap um, between monthly active users and daily active users by bringing the daily active users up to the level of monthly active users, I would say that's a key benchmark for us. I mean, we want to keep that gap as, as small as possible because it shows that our product works. It shows the concept works. Um, and, and it's key for, for driving our business forward and uh, also for driving our customers' businesses forward. Um, for us, at the end of the day, to be, to be very honest, our customer success is our success. Um, so we, we benchmark our performance based on the performance of those using our SDK. Without them, there is no Colorado. And I know for our customers, without their end users, there is no customer at the end of the day. So it is this sort of long tail. Um, we sit at one end of the spectrum. We have a middleman, but our interest is still in delivering something to end users at the end of the day that they use and engage with on a daily basis. So to us, it comes down to, to daily use. Um, I believe a, a wise man once said that if you want to be successful, you need to, or be successful, you need to make something that a billion people will use every day. <laughs> so it's this, daily use that we focus on um, without the daily use then we're just back to the issue or the the point of retention um, and a app is only as valuable as the use absolutely and that it's that frequent use i'm seeing a lot of um thinking and 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 writing out there thought leadership around we're back to rfm recency frequency monetary where it's not enough to say you know i have uh, acquired a user, but you know, how recently have they engaged? How frequently do they engage? What's that engagement really worth to the user as well as to me? So we're looking deeper down into the funnel. We're also having, you know, deeper discussions about what really matters. Um, 
you're also very focused on on LTV. It seems to me as if like LTV is like the thing. Um, maybe not making a comeback, but certainly high on the radar for a lot of app developers. Um, what is the thinking and what you're hearing out there around, you know, is the industry rallying around this uh, particular metric? Is this where it's at? I think it's becoming more and more common a term to be dropped in the mobile industry. I mean, it's nothing new. It's nothing revolutionary. The concept of the lifetime value of a user, other industries, it has been a, quite a standard metric um, to measure commercial success or commercial performance. Um, from my point of view, I think what could potentially have uh, brought the LTV issue into focus in the app industry is some shifts in the way that paid user acquisition moved in late 2017, 2018, where the, the competition just increased. I mean, acquiring users in 2017, 2016, it was very cheap if you were running paid campaigns to grow your apps. All of a sudden, there was a, a shift in the, the dynamic of how it worked. I mean, we saw Google roll out UAC. It removed a little bit of the targeting options you had as a developer to really push CPIs lower, which meant that if you want to compete on paid acquisition, then lifetime value and upping the lifetime value was the answer to this sort of 2018 challenge, if you could call it that. Um, and I think that that could be one of the reasons in my experience, uh, being at a lot of conference, speaking with other uh, industry representatives, it's a challenge that a lot of people faced was overcoming this concept of, well, not concept, but just the reality of increased acquisition costs. And the only way to overcome that was to really focus on the lifetime value of each and every single user. Um, as, a, as I mentioned earlier, the worth of an app is measured by the regularity of its use. And this regularity translates to lifetime value. So this is the, at the foundation of being successful as an app developer career-wise. If it's just a passion project, it's a different story. But at the end of the day, development takes time. It takes resources. So focusing on LTV is the way to, to turn any dream into a reality and a sustainable reality, if you can say that. So absolutely, LTV is not just, you know, the mother of all metrics. It's uh, it's a hot trend, but it's also one that we're going to have to get our head around. It's going to be around for a while, and we do have to go to break right now, Chris. But when we come back, we'll be talking about some of the trends, some of the hot uh, items high on your radar as you look into 2020. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Miami may be the sun and fun capital of the world, but it's also home to the largest literary festival in the U.S., 
Don't miss the Miami Book Fair, a week-long festival featuring more than 600 authors from all over the world with readings, signings, and panels capped off by a three-day street fair. Find books in English, Spanish, and Creole for every interest and every age, from biographies and novels to poetry and comics. This year, come meet poets Richard Blanco, Reginald Dwayne Betts, and Joy Harjo, award-winning novelists T.C. Boyle, Susan Choi, Edwidge Dantica, Taya Obrecht, Julie Orancher, Leonard Pitts, and Karen Russell, plus authors exploring issues of the day such as Eve Ensler, Alex Kutlowitz, Danny Shapiro, Daryl Pickney, Ambassador Samantha Power, George Wilt, and hundreds more. Take the little ones to Children's Alley for hands-on activities, characters, and storytelling. Enjoy music, food, and fun for the whole family right on the downtown Miami-Dade College campus, November 17th to the 24th. For details, schedules, and tickets, visit MiamiBookFair.com. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on Purpose. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we are back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And we have today Chris Humphrey, VP Marketing at Colorado. And Chris, we've been talking about how your company is enabling app developers to engage with their users, benefit from that engagement, because LTV is what it's all about. Frequency of engagement is what matters. And that is the basis of a sustainable business. We all don't want to be just living in our basements or, or tinkering in the garage. We want to make some money here as well. Um, you're, you're obviously doing this at Colorado, but you're doing also a little bit more. You're fostering an ongoing discussion because, let's face it, the app economy is fast moving and we have to stay up to date with it. So tell me about this uh, this activity you have, AppChat. What is that? Yeah, so AppChat is a, a monthly circular we put out at Colorado. Um, as I mentioned before, our success is built on our customers' success, which is built on end user success. So in AppChat, we actually cover a very broad range of mobile topics um, from new movements in the industry, uh, folding, not folding phones aren't that new, but they're not in all the stores yet. They're not in everyone's pockets. Um, we cover mm -hmm. OS updates, the status of the app economy, industry trends, um, a couple of lighthearted topics, and generally the focus is always on the impact any topic in the mobile industry has for app developers in general and the success of their app, even if it's not specifically related to engagement, um, which is our core area of, of expertise. We do also think about how other aspects can impact the way users react and interact with phones and apps in general going forward. Um, 
And this is basically what AppChat does. Uh, it gets sent out to a, a user base or subscriber base on a, a monthly basis. And we share brief insights into what is trending in the industry. And then we give some thoughts based on our experience. I mean, we've been around, we've been in the game for a while, just to, to put it quite simply. Um, we have made some of mis the mistakes that other people are yet to make. So why not use our experience to help them get past those mistakes quicker or not make them at all. Um, so this is this is this is something I can subscribe to. Listeners listening in, they it's like a newsletter basically, but it's a bit more analysis, a little bit more of like, did you know and this is what you need to know. Is that summing it up well? Yeah, I, I would say yeah, any any listener can subscribe to it. And I would say sort of the the key phrase uh, in a lot of what app chat covers is how does this affect developers? You would probably see that sentence. Mm -hmm ending most subject lines. Uh, so industry development, how does this affect developers? So we, we're really focused on how these industry movements, um, updates, new new horizons, w w not just what they have in store, but also some insights on how we feel users could prepare or readers could prepare, mm -hmm. as well as just uh, some conversation starting topics. You know, it's, it's perhaps a little bit more seeding the thought of how to start preparing for the shifts in the industry. It is dynamic. It is cyclical, as well as I said before. So often you can learn from something you did a year or two, three years ago. It might not be in the exact same format, but the learnings are still there. And we're trying to apply this learning to what's coming in the future. Um, mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it comes down to making sure that you offer users the best pop or the best possible experience, regardless of the hardware or the software at the end of the day. So these are a lot of the directions we're taking in our thought process. And then of course, we're trying to encourage dialogue here. Um, I mean, it's not just a, a one-way street. The, the industry is dynamic and for it to be dynamic, we would like people to also come with feedback. Um, so there is also a, a direct link to all our, our SOMI channels there where we, we like to start some engagement topics mm -hmm. of conversation and share our thoughts, but also get other people's thoughts on what's happening. I mean, we're not the be all and end all. We know a lot, but we don't know everything. Um, so it, it is about creating this discourse around what is happening in the industry and how it affects developers and how we can prepare for any of the potential shortcomings in software updates mm -hmm. or operational system updates, uh, permission requirements, anything like this, um, as well as what, what is going to be great about the, the industry. It's not all doom and gloom. Um, so it's not just about preparing, but what you can look forward to coming up uh, in the next releases. And that's a great way to get what my next question is, which is, you know, you're obviously sharing all of this through app chat. How do our listeners stay in touch with you, Chris? How do they um, stay up to date with you? Or maybe just if you want to tell them how to find app chat or whatever, what are the links they need to know as we end our show today? Yeah. Uh, first one, colderado.com. That's our website. Uh, you can find everything from there. You can sign up to app chat directly from the homepage. Otherwise, uh, Twitter is also where we're very active, engaging with uh, developers, um, sharing some thoughts, and uh, trying to, to create this dialogue um, at Colderado, very simple uh, handle there. Um, I would say those are the two best places to, to get in touch is uh, get out there on Twitter, uh, follow us, uh, engage with us, send us your questions, uh, and yeah. Sign up for AppChat if you want to know what's uh, what's happening. 
you might miss it, uh, we might miss it, but at the end of the day, we're just trying to create a dialogue around the movements in the, the mobile industry and help. We, we would like everyone to move forward together at the end of the day, because that's well, well, sort I'm of sold what on that success one, Chris. is hinged on. <laughs> Absolutely, Chris. I have to say, I'm sold on that one, because I mean, a publication is going to be very clear about, you know, what does this really mean, and cuts through the hype, gets to the point. That's something that I'm definitely going to take a look at. And listeners, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you could be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, Peggy at MobileGroove. MobileGroove.com is also where you can find my portfolio of content, marketing, and app marketing services. And of course, you can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, friends, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.